is covered. I thank you, Lord, you move and you intervene. You go before them, Lord. You clear a path. You clear a path. You move the debris. You move the intimidation in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you, Lord, the peace of God comes down and falls on that circumstance in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you, Lord, you're moving through these businesses, business people that are in Christ. I thank you, Lord, for a heavenly favour coming, Lord, and intervening, Lord, things shifting in their favour. People, resources, um, physical capacity, physical places, Lord. I thank you that you're moving this year, unlocking things that only heaven can unlock. And this is what I see. I see doors like just opening so quickly only by the hand of God. I see them opening at God's speed. Just opening, 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 opening only like God can move. No, the doors are opening in 2016 with God's speed. Move by the hand of God, by the breath of God to your favour. Expect the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living in your life, in your circumstance. Here in Silverwater, profound favour, profound miracles coming out of this place this year. Receive it here today and let's thank God in this place. In Jesus' mighty name, let your will be done. Let your kingdom come. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless you, church. Why don't you take a seat here this morning? Why don't you thank our beautiful worship team as you do so here today. So, um, you know, as you do at this time of year, I was walking the block asking God for uh, a 2016 word, as we all tend to do. And I find that God never stops surprising me. And as, you know, I'm walking the block, I'm I'm praying, and this is the place he often speaks to me. And as I'm doing so, this is the word that he gives me for 2016. Break up the fallow ground. Now, my initial reaction was, that's not even within my vocab. It's not even the vocab of my generation. It's probably more of my parents' generation. It's not even a phrase I'm particularly familiar with, but as I went to the, um, the scriptures, I found uh, breaking up uncultivated soil and breaking up fallow ground. It's right through the word of God. And so I began to do a study on it, but I didn't particularly like the word for myself initially because I thought, Lord, hasn't Silver Water been pioneering? Are you saying pioneer again? Is that what you're saying? Break up the fallow ground? Silverwater hasn't been resting. Surely we have been resting. We have been breaking up the fallow ground. This is the conversation I'm having with God as I walk the block. I'm sure you can appreciate it because I feel like every week we've been praying over a team and sending them out and, you know, so many uh, new services beginning all the time, you know, uh, extending out more than it seems like our human resources uh, will undergird. But there is this constant infilling of the gaps with the miraculous miraculous provision of God. That's what we've seen at Silverwater many, many times. Um, but here's the thing about the Lord. Uh, when it comes to uh, winning Sydney and breaking up the fallow ground and pioneering again, is heaven's burden for the salvation of Sydney will never be satisfied. And we could rest in our human accomplishment. We, there is a lot to celebrate about what God has done here at Silverwater. We're the second highest soul-winning church in C3 Australia. Like, there's a lot to celebrate. But, you know, I just felt as I started to meditate on that word that we are not called to settle in our human accomplishments. 
Rather, we are called to pioneer again, to break up the fallow ground. And heaven will never be satisfied. Heaven celebrates what we have done. But it's not, it's not satisfied where there is this whole breadth of Western Sydney yet to be reached by the love and truth of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, Silverwater, I thought I'd share the burden of this word with you because it seemed a bit heavy to carry on my own. I didn't particularly like it when I first um, heard it because I was hoping for something more restful. <laughs> you know, just be at peace and put your feet up for 26 days. I was hope, don't we all hope in our humanity for a word like that? But rather, it is break up the fallow ground. It is pioneer again, my young friend. And so here we go, 2016, break up the fallow ground. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, dear. Well, you know, as long as we care about what heaven cares about, we're never really going to be resting, are we? We're going to keep uh, pursuing the salvation of mankind and going after it. And the beautiful thing is we're a spirit-empowered church. So none of this is done in our own strength. It's all done in the infilling of the Holy Spirit, activating people into their gifting so they're functioning in their sweet spot. Then we come alive and then the oil begins to flow and it doesn't even feel like an effort or, or an output. It feels like we're running in our, in, our, in our lane, right? We're doing what we're born to do. So really, um, breaking up the fallow ground, pioneering again, it's just about coming alive in Christ, isn't it really? You know, if I'm honest... Uh, and the beautiful thing is that God resources us for our advancement, right? Heaven, re this is God's church. It is not Nat and Hartley's church. It is not the team's, this is his house. And he resources us for the advancement of his church, right? You know, 2 Corinthians 9.10 says, And God who provides seed for the sower and bread for eating will also provide and multiply your resources for sowing and increase the fruits of your righteousness, which manifests itself in active goodness, kindness, and charity. Marylands, God will provide and multiply your resources for sowing and increase. This is why it's like money rains over Carly Lewis. It's like you go near her and there's just money raining down around Carly. Like I've never seen God's provision like anywhere else like Carly's, but that's because Carly's heart beats for heaven's cause. And like God resources where, you know, one is captivated by heaven's cause. And so naturally, there's like all this provision around Carly and we're going to see it like a flood for Marylands this year. You know, Silverwater has seen countless miracles of provision haven't we? When you stop and you think, oh my goodness, I know how much God loves us because I've seen his profound, you know, ridiculous provision for this place. Firstly, that Pastor Phil, the founder of the C3 movement, is our senior minister. Excuse me, but that's like, wow. That's, it's actually hard to fathom. You know, we might get familiar, God forbid we get familiar about the fact that Pastor Phil and Chris, who are leading a global movement of around 400 churches, actually chose Silverwater first. We were the first campus. We are the most loved campus. <laughs> you know, it's, it's actually quite amazing that we had that apostolic head over us here. And there is a benefit to that that we should not grow familiar with. The oil flows down from the top over the body. No wonder this place is growing because it's that apostolic oil that's on Pastor Phil and Chris is getting on us and it's making this place grow. It's amazing. The purchase of the building last year in 2015, 
God forbid we would ever stop celebrating this monumental win. We rented this place for a long time. We, um, we shared this space with lots of different people. We've, we've got amazing stories of those colourful years. And it's good to remember where we've come from because this place is ours. This is ours. Like God has given us this beautiful place. Wow. And he's given us those seats so that we would fill them that they'll be filled with our friends and family, Africans all the way down there, all the way up there, all the families, all the colour. He's given us those seats so they'll be filled. And, you know, there's lots of spaces that have been refurbished around this place. Lots of times the budget, the natural budget, doesn't allow for what you've got in your heart to do. But that care centre through there got refurbished through the generosity of people. A lot of the C3 cares... Um, initiatives have been undergirded by incredible donations coming when people's hearts have been moved. One day I had coffee with someone and um, she made a donation so that we could lose the white curtains that had a 90s vibe going on and go black along the back and modernise this, you know, this stage. And what I'm, that might seem like nothing to you, but it was very annoying. Does anybody remember the white curtains? Thank God, Vicky, it was a little bit offensive. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It was good for its season, but it's like new day, fresh. Like it's just God's provision all along the way, little things, big things. And his greatest provision, his greatest provision is actually not financial. It's the people that he sent to our place to build this place with us. Like the people that pray, Hun and um, Su Wei and Yvonne, the ones that have toiled in prayer to see the breakthrough that we taste of when we walk into these services. Mick and Rhonda Sabat, who were like a pillar in this house, who were here even before Hearts and I were, and embraced us into their family, who have loved us and our children. My family are a long way away. They have loved my children like they're their own. Like the blessing of that. It's incredible. Even new friends like Paul and Vicky that have come in, who without a doubt are God's provision for this house for this season like a natural addition like hand to the glove natural they just fell into the slipstream of what God is doing in this place we barely even need to correspond about it it's like there's an intuitive understanding about what God's doing here and what we're carrying in our heart and they've just fallen in line with that vision it's amazing God's provision the people Chad who's been sitting in that sound desk for how many years Seriously, how many years now? Really? Surely. Two and a half, three, three and a half, feels like forever. It's amazing. Walked into the house like a son of the house. Assumed his appointment and has done it with absolute excellence every Sunday he's been in there. Annie Palmer and Stewie and the whole family, the kids, RP Bevan, Hinny, like that family are so rich they like make, create richness in the soil of the church because of who they are, their kindness, their humility, their heart for service, their steadfastness. Girls like Laura and Chrissy who have served hard out, like, hard, like proper pouring out, sacrificial service to, you know, to carry people, to make this place beautiful, to make it roll like a well-oiled machine. These girls, daughters of the house, pillars of the house, so admirable. I have so much respect. Our worship team. Our worship team. Oh, my goodness. God's provision. Emma and Chris, new friends, but so meant to be at our place. We love you guys. 
In fact, Chris brought a great word. He just texted it through to me the other day. The beginning line was, silver water is the ignition point. I'm like, bang on, my friend, spot on. Little unassuming prophet man over there. Ignition point, yes it is, it's the starting point. This is where God moves out of this place, sending Brett and Scotty out of this place. Lots of streams of life, like arrows going out from this place. It's amazing. It's good to celebrate the profound Tim and Jody Christian that, right, thank you Jesus for bringing my friends to this place powerhouse, man and woman of God, faithful, upright, generous, sacrificial. Thank you, Jesus, for this couple. It's awesome. Uh, the greatest resource is its people. Little Z sitting over there. I'm taking time because it's good to take time to thank people, isn't it? Uh, it's the greatest thing to do. Break up the fallow ground, my friends. Fallow or unplowed plowed ground is ground that could be productive, but for whatever reason has not been broken up and prepared for planting. God forbid we would have ground, but it would be fallow. It would be dormant. It would not bear fruit. It would lay fallow. There is so much fallow ground out this side of Western Sydney yet for us to pioneer again into. There is so much potential in our city to love and to see one into the house of God. Hosea 10, 12 says, sow for yourselves according to righteousness, uprightness and right standing with God. Reap according the mercy and loving kindness. Break up your uncultivated ground, for it is time to seek the Lord, to inquire for and of him, and to require his favour. That says to me that uncultivated soil, that land that you've been giving, and given, bring it to the Lord, inquire of him, seek him, inquire his favour. Can I encourage you at the beginning of this year, just as we prayed over those businesses, to rededicate your fields to the Lord this 2016, to rededicate your projects, your aspirations, your dreams, your businesses, your families, your finances, to bring that cultivated or uncultivated soil before the Lord and require of, inquire of his favor, his blessing over it. You know, sometimes we forget to do that, but there's a great power in bringing uh, those businesses and those intentions of the heart before the Lord and, and requiring his favor on them, calling down his favor on those things. So let's do that. You know, what talents have been shelved that God is calling into activation this 2016? What new territory is there to be taken personally and professionally? What fellow ground do you need to pioneer again? Or has somebody said you can't do it? And did you listen to them? Did you listen to that one when they said you can't you can't follow that, you can't break up that soil, it's too hard, it's too complex, it's too difficult, you don't have the goods. Did somebody tell you you can't do it? Well, rebuke the voice of the liar. Rebuke it this 2016 and go out and defy the liar this year. Go out and break up the fallow ground. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be without flaw. But take that ground that God has given you. Take those gifts that he's given you. Defy the lie and bear some fruit this 2016. Amen? Pack some punch this 2016. Jeremiah 4.3 says, Break up your ground left uncultivated for a season so that you may not sow among the thorns. They were sowing seed in unprepared soil, seed amongst the weeds. Therefore, the seed had little effect. It's a bit like uh, reading the Bible whilst watching TV at the same time. 
Like the Word of God can't get in amongst the distraction of the... Can I just encourage us just to be in Him, be in the Word this 2016, put all distraction aside, put all hindrance aside, be found in Him this 2016, be found in the Word. Let's tip the scales on our Bible reading this year and we'll find that a new power arises on the inside of us as we engage. That's where the power lies, in the Scriptures that are alive and sharp and on fire to change our futures. Amen. So the old weeds need to be removed before the new seed can be planted. It makes sense, right? The old way of the thinking needs to be removed for the new way of thinking to um, to take root and bear fruit in our lives. The old associations need to be rid of for the new associations to take place in our life. You know, they're not always bad. Sometimes they're just old. Sometimes they're just old thoughts, they're old associations, and it's like yesterday's trend, and we keep functioning in yesterday's trend. But God calls us into new rhythms from strength to strength. And if we keep functioning in yesterday's trend, if we keep staying back in the old way of thinking, then the the fallow ground continues, the progress doesn't come. We need to break through into a new place of thinking, but in order to do that, we've got to move away from yesterday's trend. There's great comfort in yesterday's trend. It's familiar. We would find ourselves there. But the confidence comes in moving in Christ through his leading, getting in the slipstream of his spirit. The old trends are a bit like the perm of the 80s. Can I see a proud high hand if you rocked the perm, male or female? Because I know there was a lot of guys. In fact, Pastor Brian Houston rocked the perm back in the 80s, just saying it was amazing. But there's a place for the perm. It's back in the 80s, right? It's back there. It had a great, it was great. It was great back there, but it's a new day. There's new mercies. We're going from strength to strength. Let's get free out of the old and move into the new. Then what is the Spirit of God saying today? What is He calling you into today? Let's, Let's engage with that. Now, the thorns need to be gathered and burned. The, the weeds need to be gathered and removed. And who knows that the Lord is the great vine dresser and he takes us. It's his work on our hearts and lives. And he, he clicks and he removes those things that inhibit us and hinder us from flourishing and moving from strength to strength. And it says in John 15 too, any branch in me that does not bear fruit, that stops bearing, he cuts away, trims off, takes away. That's good for us. Sometimes we grieve it, but it's good for us. And he cleanses and repeatedly prunes every branch that continues to bear fruit to make it bear more and richer and more excellent fruit. Why is the Lord so adamant about grooming my fruit-bearing branches? It says repeatedly pruning. It's like he is leaning in and turning up the heat on out the fruit-bearing parts of our life. Why is he so adamant about grooming? Like sometimes you feel the clippers coming and it's like the heat is getting turned up on your character, on your thought ladder, on your rhythm, on your associations, on on your patterns. And you're like, why are you grooming those areas, Lord? Why are you consistently, repeatedly pruning that branch that bears fruit on your behalf? Pruning isn't punishment. It's to produce richer, more excellent fruit. Amen? Pruning isn't punishment. It's to produce more excellent, richer, greater fruit to honor him for his kingdom, that our lives would be fruit-bearing lives. Amen? And sometimes the trimming is purpose to allow for a refocusing. 
like sometimes we think, Lord, you have stripped everything away that matters to me. Here I am. Here I am. I, I don't have the job. I don't have that friend. I don't have that income that I was reliant. Here I am with everything stripped away. Now what, Lord? Now what? Here I am. You've removed all those things I was leaning on, those things I took comfort in. Trimming is purpose to allow for a refocusing. Sometimes those lonely periods are so that we would find him again because none of those things matter as much as being in him, in synergy with him, in union with him. Our salvation matters first and most to him. So some of the trimming too is to allow for a refocusing because God has a divine heavenly purpose allocated to your life. You as an individual, just for you, uniquely framed and patterned and intended out of heaven for your life. And he would not want us to become distracted and diverting and diluting what he would want to do out of our life. He prunes where we bear fruit. He prunes where we bear fruit. So he trims away those things and he refocuses us. He constantly refocuses us so that he can get the richest and greatest fruit out of our life. So don't feel abandoned when he's trimming. Lean in to his voice find the still small voice find your confidence in your anchor in him he's got you he's with you he never leaves you or forsakens you or abandons you he's just pruning to bear a more excellent fruit amen amen it's all good the refocusing hebrews 12 2 says looking away from all that will distract to jesus i pray we would have tunnel vision this year looking away from all that would distract, that we would be a people that are focused in our intention, what we're doing with our lives and our time and for his kingdom. Sometimes fallow ground is unfocused ground. And actually, if I'm really honest here this morning, probably one area of Silverwater um, Church that is unfocused fallow ground is Connect connect groups we have some great connect groups out in the life of the church but we have been busy extending out and and building and that's the purpose you, you can't focus on everything at one time there's like heavenly appointments but connect is always the backbone of the house of God and as new ones come in connect is the avenue in which they become established and you know none of us are disqualified none of us are disqualified to lead a connect group because, you know, this is what it looks like. At your place or your local cafe or even here on a Sunday, you look for like-minded people, people your age, people with your interests, people that you have a connection with. doesn't need to be a multitude. One, two, three, four, maybe five people, and you allocate a time and a place and you invite them. You get sent out the notes you uh, meditate on them together, you pray together, hearts are interwoven, you support one another, you walk with one another, and bam, a, another connect group is birthed. Can I just encourage us to consider in our heart this year, can I make room for connect this year? Can I make room? What we do is we align connect with our already established rhythm. Like if you're a sports person, like I remember once upon a time, Hun and Sue did badminton connect, Right? So they aligned their connect with their natural rhythm. They already had an interest. Kathy does connect worship, which is like amazing, is like amazing, seriously. Like if you love worship, just go. I think a multitude would actually be great at that. Like just making another service right there at 
Kathy's place. Get Kathy a bigger house and we can do that. Can I just ask you to consider in your heart that Connect would not continue to be fallow ground. It, it's more than one person. It's more than a front row team. It's got to be us. It's got to be us. And I know, I know without a shadow of the doubt, as it's us that agree to um, take hold of Connect and make it a priority, call it not fallow ground, but fallow ground, that ones will come in and they'll get caught up in your net. They'll get caught up in your connect group and I know growth and health will come. It will go through the roof in this place as we make a decision in our heart. I'm aligning with that. I'm making room for connect in 2016. Can we thank God here today? Okay, I'm going to ask the team to come and just finish with a few thoughts. You know, fallow ground, it's unusable, it's hard, and that prevents seeds to take root. The hardness must be broken up, and it takes energy. It takes emotional energy to face the hard areas of our hearts and lives. Sometimes unbelief can harden us, unfulfilled prayers. But a genuine confession, it's so powerful in a repentance, it allows a deep plowing of the soil of the heart. It unearths those things as we find ourselves on the altar this year. If I could ask you to do one thing for me that I know will help you more than anything else, can I encourage you to be found on the altar this year? Our hearts become soft in his presence. Those things, you know, sometimes it's like there's hard rocks that are down in the soil, so big, we don't actually feel like we can shift them on our own. And you know, we're not meant to. Sometimes it takes a hoist underneath that hard rock and, and digging and working with a collaborative team of, of connect leaders and, and pastoral carers and Brett and Scotty's ministry in prayer to unearth those hard rocks. But I tell you, if, if anything works like nothing else, it's to be found on the altar when there's ministry time or when we're entering into worship let your heart become soft in his presence and the hard ground the fellow places will be broken up as you get under the anointing into his presence he does a transforming work by his power and by his spirit be found on the altar this 2016 stay soft in his presence this year Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you just close your eyes right across this room? Lord, I thank you. You are breaking up the fallow, hard, unfruitful places of our lives this year. Each and every one of us, we just surrender again to the trustworthy, kind hands of our Lord and Master. You are not just Saviour. You are Lord and Master. So Lord and Master, enter the areas of our life that have been barren, that have been fallow. And Lord, we pray that you will cause life and fruit to be called forth out of those places that we would not settle in yesterday's trends. We would not find ourselves entrenched in the old, but we would seek out the new word, the new day, the new oil, the new strength, the new way this year under your anointing led by the voice of your spirit break up the fallow places this year right across the people of Silverwater in Jesus mighty name thank you Lord God why don't you just stand in the presence of God here right now thank you Jesus thank you Lord you're in our midst you know one of the greatest miracles the greatest fallow places was in Luke where uh, Jesus performed the great miracle of feeding the 5,000. It says it was a barren place. It was a solitary place. Yet in that place, we see the feeding of the 5,000. When Jesus himself 
invited the power of God to bless the bread that was in his hands. A move of God happened and a great miracle of his provision happened in that place. Even in the barren, solitary, fallow places, God can move if you yield those things. If you offer up those things, he will move. In the marriages that are stuck, that are locked up, that are defying one another. There's no softness, there's no love, there's no grace. The grace is gone, even in those places, those barren places as you offer, as you get on the altar and you offer, He will move miracles again, recovering relationships in Jesus' mighty name. What I want to do right now, I want to open the altar that you could come either just to get yourself under the anointing this year or perhaps there is an area of fallow ground which you need the Spirit of God to permeate and break through and bring a new life to that place. Well, I encourage you, get up out of your seats. Move onto the altar today and let new oil come. Let answers come. Let breakthrough come in this place. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. When he's poured out your spirit, revelations of your love. As you pour out your spirit, Holy Spirit, rain falling like a flood, break upon my. I sing of your love, Holy Spirit, fire, burn within my soul as I call on your name, as I call on your As I stand in your presence, revelations of your love. As I look to the heavens, come on, step out of your seat right now. As we unhook, as we yield control. As we surrender, we give license. We give license for the power of God to move. As we step up out of our seat, as we lay down our pride, as we lay down our control, we yield it to Him and we get free. We get free from the things that hold us, that hold us captive, that take hold in our area, that, that root down in the soil of our heart. As we unhook for that stuff, as we step out of our seat, He meets us in that place. He breathes on us in that place. We give Him license. We give Him authority to move. So here today, I encourage you, whatever it may be, come and be found on the altar. Come and be found in His presence. Step out and engage with the great power, the great power of the Holy Spirit in this place here today. The Holy Spirit
pray.